This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. All right, now we get to the good stuff. As I mentioned at the top, everybody listened to the Boone Podcast. I could not get a hit off Rob Nett. And he knew it, and I, and I used to tell him, and he'd give me that smile like, oh, yeah, well, I, now that I think about it, you have never got a hit. And I gave him too much of an advantage because then I had no chance. But, and I don't know if you remember this, but we were in spring training. Netter comes in. Where he's working on his stuff. He's not he's not coming in in the, in the closer role that he normally – it's not the ninth inning at, at a candlestick and, and the uh, music's playing. It's an afternoon. I think it was in Peoria. I hit about an 18 hopper down the third base line. I think the bases were loaded. I got to second base. I said, I finally got a hit off you. And we both kind of looked at each other. And I thought to myself, yeah, but this doesn't even count. Nobody's going to remember that. I don't know if you remember that. But that was a big day for me. I do kind of remember, you know, facing in spring training and and, and all that stuff a little bit. Yeah, it was – listen, it – you know as well as I do. There's guys that you saw that you hit real good, and there's guys that – Maybe you didn't see, and you did. You thought you thought you saw really good, and you didn't get any hits off. Yeah. It. There's no rhyme or reason for the, for what I think. I mean, there's guys that I I sat there and said, God, I I should get him out, and I never got him out. So it, it's it's all just part of the game, and that's that's what makes the game so much fun and so challenging, and and makes it tough because, you know, I, I should never have gotten you out every, every time, if that's what it was. I, and and I mean, it's just. It just happens for some reason. I don't know. You're right. It is no rhyme or reason because there are some guys, uh, Billy Wagner, I had a tough time with him. That ball, it looked like a beach ball coming in. And I would foul it straight back every time, and it started to get mental with me. I can't see it this good and continue to miss it. And then there were guys that I hated hated facing Pedro, but I always came out of there with a a hit and a walk. I don't know how. doesn't mean I wanted to face him. 
Yeah. It just means, like you said, you're making the point of there is no rhyme or reason sometimes. It's just one of those, I don't know. I don't know why I get hits off you, and I don't know why I can't get hit off you. You know, it's just it's the way it is, and, and pitching's the same way. Your delivery, and it's still to this day, and, and we still you, – you, you had the hard slider. At the time, if we're calling it a slider, we didn't call it that. That's like Nen's throwing that funny pitch again. We don't know what the hell it is. We don't know if it's a split. It didn't spin like a normal slider, but it was probably 91, 92. And back in those days, nobody else threw a 92-mile-an-hour slider. You had that stutter step that probably screwed a lot of hitters up. Probably, I'm, I'm going to use that. That's why I couldn't get That's it. Probably it, was the damn, it was the damn stutter step. Yes, for sure. But tell me how you came up with that toe tap. It's kind of infamous. You were kind of the only one that did it. And was it a true slider or was it something funky? Did you hold it different or was it really a true slider? No. I'm telling you, that's what hitters used to say. It's not a slider. I don't know what it is. So so let's start with the mechanics. The mechanics were – I came out of high school, like you say, kind of, you know, came out of high school, didn't have much coaching in high school. And I had my toe pointed down, I think. And, and when I got when I got to the minor leagues, they wound up pointed up or flat or however. Well, I kept going back to that. I started with that lousy toe tap that ended up, uh, you know, doing what it did, and it, it stuck with me forever. And it, it was, you know, it was it, certain certain places it was tough. I mean, I got to a high mound; it was impossible to stay back behind my front leg to a flat mound where I couldn't get over the front leg. So it was definitely something that, that, that it was that looking back on it, it, it was probably, I knew what it caused later on. It, it, it got me to a point where it slowed my body down enough to get to my arm to the right spot consistently. With that being said, it was never a great thing. And it was one of those deals that, uh, you know, it worked. It's I you know I Sheffield's talked about it facing him it it screwed his waggle up a little bit and and so it worked for me, uh, it, it didn't it wasn't the right way to do it and that's just it came about something I mean you know when I was in the minors with Texas they used to put cinder block in front of me where I had to step over that thing if not I'd fall on my face they'd put rakes out there so if I hit that rake I'd fall on my face or it would come up and hit me in the head it was something that there was a part of my delivery that I just couldn't get rid of. And, uh, you know, it worked. And, and as far as the slider, I think it was after the first year going into the into the 94 season. Um, actually, it might have been after that. No, it was that year. And and I had nothing. It was, it was in Florida working out. Richie Lewis. Remember Richie Lewis? A little I short. remember. Yep. Had a great curveball. And at the end of that year, he goes, hey, man, let me let me let's let's work on a, on a break on a curveball at the end of this, at the, this offseason. I'm like, perfect. He started throwing me that thing, and 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 his curveball turned to my slider, and it was a slider. It was the same way I held it, you know, kind of, and just pulled it down, and I could get it to kind of go side to side, down, and then kind of straight down. So, I considered a a slider curveball, but it, that that's just it's just the way. As hard as I threw it, it kind of it just reacted like a split, or reacted like a kind of a different slider, I guess. Well, and, and it probably was, and I tease you about that because we, we didn't know because I think it was just that you threw it so hard yeah. that nobody else at that time was throwing a slider at that velocity. Yeah. So if you had never seen it before, we're kind of going, well, it can't be a slider because nobody else throws one like that. So it's got to be something funny he's doing to it. We didn't know if it was a split, but yeah, it makes sense. I mean, and, and still to this day, there's not too many guys that, that touch 90 with a slider. 
Yeah, no, you know, I mean, it's, it's very rare. And as a hitter, what it does to you as a hitter, because we like as hitters, we like to we train for certain things. We train for if it's a 95 mile an hour fastball, most of the time their breaking pitch is probably 10 miles off. So yeah. it's anywhere from seven to 12 miles off. That's what we train for. The guys that could really break up that differential. You know, that guy that could throw a, a 92 mile an hour fastball, but his changeup was 74, like a Trevor Hoffman. Yep. But he could throw 92, but but his differential was 15 to 18 miles an hour. We don't train for that. So that's yep. that's crazy for us. Just like yourself, you're throwing 95 and now you're throwing a 91 mile an hour slider. I can't sit on that. It, my only hope is I lay off it. Yeah. And 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 the the key to success what what is the key to everything? You know, I talked to Smolty about it. It's coming out of that window the deception that it is a fastball. That's why we swing and miss sliders. Not cuz we're chasing your slider, it's cuz we read fastball and oh, it's a slider. Yep. So, I, I think that's what really threw us off is the differential. Yeah. It, it was this it was this big. It was 95 to 90 and it's yeah. like how do you sit on that slider? You don't. Yeah, it, it definitely came out as a fastball, and at the last at the last minute, it definitely you know moved some way or another, whether it was down or side to side. So, I think that was the big part, like you said. It was it was hard enough that you guys were geared up for 95, 96, 97, and all of a sudden it was ninety two or ninety one, and all of a sudden it was it was a, it was a different kind of a different angle or different different pace or whatever it was. So I, I get what you're saying. It's 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 the Trevor Hoffman, you know, the, the Bugs Bunny ball we used to call it where it would almost stop halfway to you. Yeah. You know, we used to watch that and, and we were just like, holy cow, how how does he do that? So everybody's got their own little quirks and their own little thing. But uh it worked for me and and uh like I say it, it got me, you know, thanks to Richie Lewis, it got me a big league career. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Uh, you're working with the Giants to date, uh, special assistant Farhad. Uh, explain what's your detail? What are you doing? What what's, you know, what's your day to day? So I really don't do anything for him. I, I I so the deal was when we first got done playing, right? Brian Sabin reached out and said, "Hey, what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "I don't know. You know, let's let's figure something out." So he goes, "Why don't you come to spring training and 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 let's let's talk and let's figure out what you want to do?" He goes, "I'll send you a contract." And I said, "Well, wait a minute." I said, I, you know, traveled for 18 years with, with playing and, you know, being away. I said, I, I, let's figure out, let's get, let's, let's, let's at least get to spring training and see how it goes. So I got to spring training and, um, loved it was, lo- you know, loved being around it, loved being a part of that and all that stuff. But, but with me being still fairly young and being, thinking I was still in my, I could still get out, go out and play, you know, look at these guys, it was a little hard for me. So. I, I didn't really do much for him. You know, they put in the media guy that I, that I was working for him and I was doing stuff for him. But for the most part, I was going to spring training every year. Um, I always told Brian, if you ever needed, needed me to do anything during the year and I'd go see anybody or talk to anybody or do whatever you guys need to do. And, you know, his thing was you call me. So we just never, it never really did. So I, so the whole working for the giants never really came to anything. I was always just, um, 
kind of a PR guy, do some golf tournaments and do that. You're, an, amb- you're an ambassador. I was an ambassador. I mean, it is what it is. And that's all it was. So I never had a contract. I never got paid. I never doing that stuff. It was me just helping out and doing whatever I could for that organization. I mean, you know, as well as I do, you've been around some great organizations. When an organization treats you like family, you want to do anything you can for them. And that, that's what it was for me. It was anything I can do for those guys. So, you know, as far as the, the new regime that came in, I, I haven't done anything with them. And, and the spring training stuff kind of stopped. And, you know, it, it, I think the game has kind of changed as far as the the new regime with the analytics and all that stuff. And, and they're trying to keep the little bit of the older guys out of the game. And, uh, you know, for me, it's the game's passed me by and the game's a different game. And, and um, you know, I respect that. And, and do I agree with it? I don't know about always, but it, it is what it is. So, I haven't done much with them since since uh, Farin came in and all that stuff. Well, Rob, Ned, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, pretty awesome plaque you got in San Francisco, the 300 saves, and uh, a great career. Wall of Fame, San Francisco Giants. Um, pleasure. It was cool catching up, and, and hopefully we see each other soon. We'll play golf again. And for everybody out there listening to the Boom Podcast, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 